<laughs> Yo, what's shaking AC? <laughs> This meeting is being recorded. I know I can't sneak up on you anymore. Like I turn I we we hit the record button and it's this meeting is being recorded. Now I can't like sneak up on you. We have to pretend. I know, I know all these privacy changes and all that sort of stuff or whatever whatever it's called. But yeah, you don't you don't like to break the rules, so that's a joke. <laughs> so actually, speaking of breaking the rules, or more so thinking outside the box. I was, uh, I'm, I'm an incredibly good son. And I was taking my mother out to the, the garden center because it's starting to warm up with the exception of today. And I decided to buy her a bunch of stuff for a garden. I do every year, you know, some new plants, some tools, whatever she needs. Um, and I was walking along and I saw this like garden in a box. Okay. Like you've got your seeds, you've got your fertilizer, you've got gloves and a shovel. I think maybe you can add on a hose so you can water the stuff. And I thought to myself, let's do franchise in a box. Let's let's create a service, <laughs> okay, where like people could just call up AC and they'd be like, I need a franchise. And be like, here is a box of all the tools you need to franchise. Go forward and be fruitful. Why, no. why aren't you saying it? Okay. <laughs> I know I am not digging this idea. Why not? Everyone else is doing it. Yeah, exactly. That's why I'm not doing it. Okay. So do you realize you're hitting a nerve? This is like, <laughs> this is a real rant. So the reason I have a problem with this is because it makes me sick to my stomach when I think about these innocent uh, franchisors or, or business owners who think it's a good, they're thinking of franchising their business, which usually comes from other people telling them you should franchise this or they don't really realize what they're getting into. They, I want more locations. So they use the word franchise, the F word, I call it, but it's usually like other people planting the seeds. So I guess we have a garden theme going, plus I have flowers on my shirt. So there you go. Um, but it's, it's not like they went and raised all this capital so they could build a business that they would eventually franchise. And so they, what happens is, okay, maybe I should franchise. I, I need, what do I need to do to be a franchisor? I need an FDD and I need an operations manual and I need a website. That's kind of all you really need, right? Like, I mean, you need other things, but that's what it would appear that you need. So they go out, they source out where to get these things. They get these things. They drop all this money without properly, without anybody actually properly assessing. Assessing a person's um, propensity to franchise isn't all about whether they just whether they have the capital and whether their business has good economics. Like you got to look at their DNA. You got to look at um, the brand. Is is it is it a saturated market? What sets them apart? Now you're going to take that business. Like just for example, I warned you this would make me rant right a minute ago. Um, it would. I'm like, all right, I, let's make today interesting. Yeah, what can I do? Yeah, okay. So I had a client once uh, a long time ago, uh, came to me bakery. I've got a bakery. It's super, um, doing really well. Revenue wise, we're growing. Everybody in town loves us. We want to bring this to other places. I'm like, cool. Do you think there's any of those in the other cities you want to go that people already love and they're that live in that market and like they're the mom and pop shop that everyone goes to. So now you're going to try to go into that market with your bakery and steal those people away. How are you going to do that? Well, because fresh ingredients, quality ingredients. And I'm like, 
do you, do you think the other ones don't say that they have that? Like that is not a differentiator. So anyway, what I'm getting at is, is franchising a business is not all about uh, plugging some numbers into a a spreadsheet and determining whether or not it's going to work with the model. There's so much involved. And so that is often, or I'm going to say from what I've seen and anybody sees this and thinks differently, feel free to reach out. But 99% of the time doesn't get done when they, when people go and buy the franchise kit, the, I'm going to go get all these things and be ready to franchise. And once you, what I've seen is once people start to invest money, whether that's 15,000 or, you know, because they start their operations manuals or their FDD or their, or their, or they do a package, which includes all those things, plus a Gantt chart or whatever it is, you know, they, they think now I've, I'm good to go and I've got everything I need, but what happens when your mom goes, buys that kit, starts plant, like planting things. Okay. Like play this out a little bit. Tell me what happens. She plants the things. Yep. And then they all get eaten by the squirrels. Right. (laughs) So she needs to find some sort of mesh or net to put it over the tulip bulbs. The squirrels don't eat that. Squirrels can't get in, but now chipmunks can get in. So she's got to put, you know, whatever it is, whether it's cayenne pepper or human hair or whatever, whatever the latest trend is in the garden to keep the chipmunks out, you know, then you got to worry about the other plants where the raccoons get to and, you know, all this sort of, and then you got to worry about fertilizer and then somehow the clay absorbs all the water and you need to get topsoil and so was it really an all encompassing kit? No. Right. Like there's, it's just, it's BS there. It will, yes, it will get you off the ground a little, well, not even off the ground. It won't even get you off the ground. Do you know how many people come to us at AC Inc and say, I got my, you know, my operations manual, got my FDD, got my website and I don't know what to do next. Or I ran out of money. I can't hire you because I ran out of money. And we're like, well, let's figure this out together. It, 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 yeah, it's a huge uh, frustration point. And because there's so many other things that need to happen and guidance, you know, where to spend money and franchising is not just about one thing. There's so many things involved. And I think one of the biggest things is, do you have the DNA? Do you have the stomach for it as a franchise or do you have the, um, the behavioral traits of, you know, I talk about the DNA of a franchise, or I think we might've ranted about this, but you know, things like compassion for people. I think one of the biggest things I've heard you say over the past uh, year and a half of attending the roundtables, um, being able to be around other franchisors and, and established franchisors, especially, is that you have realized, holy smokes, one of the key ingredients is that these franchisors actually care about their franchisees. Like that's the difference between the franchisors that are doing well you can see it on the call and the ones that, that aren't, uh, that don't truly care. Right. So there's all this DNA part. And so Uh when people are like, Oh, like, I don't want to pretend it's easy. I don't want to, Oh, just come to AC Inc. And we've got a kit and we'll get you your things you need to franchise your business. It's easy. No, it's not easy. We're going to, we're going to help you if you've already started, or if you want to start with us, we'll help you, but we're going to do it right. And we're going to make sure you go in with like, eyes open. Uh, Well, you know what? I think, I think that's kind of testimony to the magic of your roundtables because, you know, it doesn't matter what sort of like um, consultant or advisor, whoever you talk to, whether they're, you know, a big brand name or an independent or whatever, like there's only so much you can convey in a short period of time, you know, whether it's like an hour call or two hours or whatever. The thing with the roundtables is they're ongoing. And at each roundtable, 
you learn something new and you're like, oh man, we didn't even talk about Fran Dev. We didn't even talk about this, but I got to tell you, I know we're running out of time here, but um, I completely empathize with emerging franchisors because if you're not in the franchising industry, it really does seem easy. Like it mm-hmm. really seems easy. Like I did this, I built a location. I can figure out the spreadsheets cause I have to do it. I have to run payroll. I can figure out all the ops. I can figure out all this. What do I legally need to do? Have a franchise agreement and ops manual and all that sort of stuff. This is super easy. I'm not going to buy into the concept of if, if a, if a consultant can't save, uh, save, can't make money by finding a solution to the problem, they can make money by extending the length of the problem or what all. And then I'll be like, so you guys can all go screw yourself, screw yourself. I can figure this out because I get it. And it's not until you sort of pass that hurdle of having to deal with these problems that you realize it really isn't that easy. And I wish there was uh, an effective way to convey that and to say, if you think it's easy, you're probably wrong. Check yourself. Yeah. It's uh, that's what I have a real beef with is when, business other businesses out there make it sound easy oh just franchise your business with i'll teach you the five steps there's going to be like hundreds of things that are going to come at you and yeah so um the moral of the story is not not to franchise your business but is to to really make sure you know what you're you're getting into and if anybody is curious about the ac roundtables go to angelacote.com they're free okay let's wrap it up all right all right ready three, three two one Go be awesome.